0: all right hello everyone and welcome to another stream my name's rob Groove, and i'm here on the core food crypto podcast episode number six and uh i'm here with a few friends to talk about some stuff some crypto our thoughts and uh I thought an interesting way to start today would be to just introduce ourselves and say whether we're bullish or bearish. So I'm going to start off. We'll go through the chat from top left to right to bottom. So I'm Rob Groove. Uh, I run, oh, and let's also explain a little bit about ourselves. Keep it short though. Uh, I live in Corfu, Greece. I run a bar and I am currently bullish because I'm always bullish. You're up, Alistair.
1: I'm up. All right, I'm Alistair Zortos. I'm from Corfu, uh, but I live in Glasgow, Scotland now. I am uh, bullish for the rest of the year, but maybe bearish for the the near future. All right, Nick, you're up.
2: Hello, everyone. I'm Nicholas Zortos. Um, I work as a translator and I'm quite for now, but I actually uh, expect to be bearish in the next couple of weeks. Well will see how the drop, how the price uh, drops in the next weeks. So, oh, well, let's see how this
0: goes. All
2: right.
0: Next, and Chris.
3: Okay, hi guys. I'm uh, Chris. Yeah, uh, run East Midlands Crypto, basically uh, East Midlands group in the UK. Um. Mixed feelings on the price. I don't know. I literally don't know where to call this one. Um, I'd like to be bullish, but I think my generally pessimistic attitude always like pulls me down a bit too emotional with it. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Literally on the line, on the line, man. Times like this, I just uh, I just try not to care. I just, I mean, I. I I I constantly to I'm constantly refreshing my phone don't get me wrong but I just I don't know I think over the last 4 years I've learned to just turn off giving a shit.
3: That's what I've tried to do today like literally I've like I said finished I working. at the drink get out for a drink and tried to just cut myself off. I've I've tried to not check the price but I've probably checked the price about 30 times. So yeah it's like a constant Binance refresh just
1: to see. I like how not giving a shit means being bullish. Well, I'm always bullish. Like, I think I was bullish in
0: 2018. It never stops. <laughs> I love your optimism. It's well, great. I, I, I think we're still going higher. And um, I think... this is just. Yeah, a, this we've. We've had what is, is it? Six months of is it six months or six weeks of just upwards momentum? There's uh, so much
3: positive news, yeah. though, isn't? Yeah, if you take a step back, some the charts out of like six or twelve hourly, you you can't fault it. It's like and just generally. So yeah, much you news. say that
0: though. You say that though, but like we've been through a bear market f- for years, of yeah. full of positive news and nothing. You know, the price does what it wants. What was a yeah,
2: Small correction for now, and you no, know, Bitcoin price might recover, and uh, let's see what happens with our coins. I mean, I'm quite positive on uh, on the DeFi. I mean, since Ethereum has been quite uh, resilient. I mean, its uh, price hasn't dropped very much. Eastern really yeah,
0: well recently. I
2: mean, this is uh quite fascinating,
0: isn't it? I have to say, ETH has been my biggest holding for the longest time. And, has uh, anyone
3: been tempted to
0: sell some ETH to Bitcoin or is it just me? No,
3: no, <laughs> I think um, right now might be might be a good time. Uh, um, yeah, I look, I'm looking at the charts and th- I keep thinking. I mean i'm no technical analysis or anything but i keep looking at the charts thinking think comparison to bitcoin is pumping is it a good time to dump some eth onto bitcoin but like yeah
0: don't know like, so gotta i re- don't
3: really know what i'm talking about you've got to
0: remember though eth has been suppressed like true, true. for so long and i think even though if you track ethereum against bitcoin right now and you draw like a uh, an ascending channel with the tops and the bottoms um i it i did this with celsius against bitcoin uh it was it was kept hitting the top of this channel and i was like right the next time it it hits the top i i I bought more down at the bottom and i was like right next time it hits the top i'm selling back to i'm selling some back to bitcoin so it hit one dollar for the first time and i bought this thing like super cheap And I was like, yes, I haven't got a lot of money, but I was like, that's a a nice little chunk. And uh, so I sold it at a dollar. I was like, it's going to bounce off the line at a dollar and go back down. I'll buy some more. Did it? Fuck! It went up to like $3. It just kept going over the course of the next month. And so now because of things like that, I'm a little bit reluctant to sell Ethereum at the top of the current channel because because my thinking is it's been it's been in this channel it's been suppressed for so long bitcoins broke its previous 2017 all-time high and then made a run for it and Mm. eth hasn't really done that it's broke its all-time high and then it's just come back down and then it's made another slightly higher all-time high and then it's come back down it's made another slightly even higher all-time high and Mm. i'm like when is this thing going to explode and that's what i'm waiting for when this thing really explodes and breaks the hell out of that channel yes i'll be buying some bitcoin but until then it's waiting
3: you don't think it's nearly exploded in comparison to bitcoin yeah no
0: no 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 no. it's 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 towing the line it's staying staying in line if you ask me. Yeah, 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 maybe
3: you're right. Like I said, just because like you said, it has been suppressed a lot, and suddenly seeing it doing something, it's like I get excited, but, yeah, but it's at done the same this time.
0: It's done this uh one, two, three, yeah. four times
1: since uh the end of last year, since mid since summer call. last year. So Yeah. Yeah. And we are expecting the fundamentals to change in the summer as well. Yeah, you know, the prices the uh, transaction fees dropping if that doesn't make it shoot through the the roof then uh the, i don't know what will um there's only so much well, we I can think- trade against the ethereum bitcoin chart
3: and like if they pull the whole you, you know the layer two solutions and the eth2 off ETH has got big potential coming up so yeah maybe you guys are right maybe i should hang hang on to it see what happens
0: uh i'm trying not to trade I mean all right okay i sold some eth uh like a month ago because i bought some uh cartoon dragons <laughs> and some silly little things here and there so, <laughs> what
3: could possibly go wrong
0: yeah so <laughs> so since i had a nice uh little airdrop the other day I, all that ether i've just wasted i've put back and plus a little bit more that was so, mega so really it's like um For me, like ETH is my, holding ETH, Uh, what was it, the stat I heard today or yesterday? I think ETH has outperformed. You've, holding ETH for the last two days, you've got like 10% more Bitcoin than you had two days ago just by holding ETH. And I think that's a trend even when it goes down overall over the next uh, rest of this year, it's only gonna get you. I I think an ETH could be worth a 10th of a Bitcoin. Mm, i think the tricky one is i
3: do believe ETH has got a long way to go but at the same time i believe bitcoin's got a long way to go so it's like which do you put your money in it's such a dilemma Both
1: i think, with Bitcoin, yeah, yeah, we I think
3: good goal, split it
1: yeah uh we, we talked about on episode one the the stock to flow thing and we had a pretty good yeah. justification that it might reach 100 grand by the end of the year um i I, again, I think without any fundamental changes anywhere, it'll still reach there. And I think I even said at the time that I was I was expecting a correction. Um, we we are we should be kind of under this stock to flow line rather than above it, and we've been above it. And uh, so that that's why I'm bearish for the next few weeks or months, maybe. But I think it's going to shoot back up. Well, then,
4: your cycle in general,
1: right? That, I mean, they, that's just what it is. It usually peaks around December. Yeah
3: that kind of leads on nicely to what do you guys feel then over like the next sort of few weeks months you know like markets dumped a bit especially if you're looking at bitcoin do
1: you think this is the fun's over or uh, i mean correction if I, if I put my emotions aside and just use my brain i say it's a really good time to start just buying as much as you can yeah yeah my
0: mum bought the dip today. I was really proud. Oh, I'm so, <laughs> so proud of your mum,
3: Rob. Literally, I was so proud of your mum.
0: She's got a good teacher. What can I say?
2: I did buy the dip yesterday, but it went even worse. Shit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, use. I
0: bought. The, I love that meme. There's quite a few of them. I bought the dip, but the dip kept dipping. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, well,
2: yeah, I thought it was okay that's a good opportunity i'm going to get rich no i was about to get wrecked not really but it was okay <laughs> i'm gone panicking with every dip <laughs> yeah like i'm new to crypto i just made some money the first week of april and then i've lost some because of fear of missing out but i'm still in profit and um, well... i think
3: that's the thing isn't it the whole fomo is like ah. Oh. You know, you sell a bit thinking, oh, I'll buy it back and cheaper. And then I'll it goes, It's it. like, I'm just gonna, I chuck my money back in and you just lose. I mean, oh. game trading is uh, it's, it's a disaster. I'm really? such an emotional trader. I'm so shit.
2: <laughs> no, I'm trying to avoid this. I, I'll avoid this, really. I've been holding on to my coins for about a week without uh, doing a single trade. I uh, suppose that's good. For a new trader because I'm always uh, you know, tempted to change things. Um, yeah, okay, that's go wrong. Um, uh, might change it, but no, it's okay.
3: Just leave I think it. that's true. If you've got the patience to do that, as like you said, especially as a new trader, yeah, fair play, good work.
2: Yeah, I mean you need patience, really. I mean you could get emotional and that's where things go wrong, usually, don't they? I mean, at least for me.
3: Definitely. I do. I I sort of you know I sell a bit and then think oh it'll go lower and then it starts picking back up again. I'm like screw it, I'll buy back in. I'm, she, I'm was, so
0: bad. I was saying before we I started could the, the long-term uh, handle. I was saying before the live stream like if I'm gonna actually if I have a prediction if I if I think something's gonna go the way I think it is, then I won't do it with like a big portion of my money. I'll take like a small percentage and I'll yeah. test I'll test my theory and if I'm right well, then I've got a little bit more. But if I'm wrong, I don't lose too much.
3: Yeah, Um, I must admit, something I can say for myself, I only trade fairly small amounts that I just think, well, if the trade goes wrong, you know, I might have lost 40 50 dollars but
0: it ain't gonna break the bank but saying that i think uh last summer was like a turning point for me by the way none of this is financial advice don't listen to anything we say we're not trained traders we have no idea what we're doing we're just uh especially i'm really bad at it (laughs) but like there was a point last year when you, you uh you look at a chart and you're like okay this looks good and then you hear some news, like there's an update coming out or a new feature being added to a coin or, or something. And you're like, right, that's going to that's gonna pump. That's going to pump the coin. So uh, I think it was last summer. If I was expecting something to pump and everything, everything, I think it first started, I I'd think about, I'd, I'd, there'd be a certain coin I'm tracking or holding. And I'd be like, right, this is going to pump on that date. And I'd write it down on a piece of paper and I'd be like, right, got to watch this coin at that date. And then the date comes around and the coin pumps up to that date and then and then dumps a little bit. And I was like, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. And I did this a few times over. I don't always have to write on a piece of paper. It depends, you know, if it's like two months from now, I'd write it somewhere so that otherwise I'd forget. But if it's like in the next two weeks or something, you can just you can just watch it and remember to keep an eye on it and so i did this like three or four times in a row and they were good calls like they were they, that was me using my information um it wasn't somebody on youtube going this is going to happen on this date it was just me piecing all the information and the charts together and these coins pumped and once i did that like four times in a row i was like i've, I've got it like i've got i've not figured it out but i've got something and so I it was that
3: your are the best ones, aren't yeah, they? Yeah,
0: and it was that point that I was like, right, I've got another one coming. I'm chucking hundred quid on this one. I chuck hundred quid, and then like three days later, I've tripled my money, and I'm like, right. And so, so once you you start to get comfortable with your your predictions, and then your money starts going up, that's I think when you're you, you know you can you can comfortably put bigger amounts, like nothing. I mean, you never want to risk more than you're willing to lose. Um, it's a tricky one, though, because in a bull market,
3: I think you can make it's... bad calls and still make money. Well, you this, know what I mean? Yeah, well,
0: that, this was last, this was last summer, so it was a different market <laughs> okay, then. Like, yeah. That's a good time to do it because most, or pretty much all the projects are real. Um, but now it's just ridiculous. Now it's just getting stupid.
1: I this think, like, like going, going, back going back to what
0: thinking, you'll make money
1: it's going back to what um rob and i were talking about this before the call started and um yeah i haven't i'm not a day trader but i'm starting to think about it say you want to make you know seven percent which is what we we usually talk about when we talk about you know a safe sort of thing like s p 500 or something um or something like that um but that's you know whatever you you know you have a certain amount a pile of money that you're willing to lose you need to make one um, percent seven times in a whole year just to beat the S and P five hundred. Right, yeah. that's yeah. trades. Okay, um, now that's I don't know. Like I'm, 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 I'm not an expert in this stuff. I'm quite new to crypto, and I'm, I guess I'm putting this as a question out to you guys. Like, is this a reasonable approach to things? Like, can you cover? You know, uh, you know, if your rent is like 10% of a principal investment, can you cover your rent every month just by doing these day trades?
3: I personally feel as someone who doesn't trade very well, it depends on the market. I honestly think at the moment I could buy junk and make 10%. But in the whole bull market, no, not at all. I think most things I bought lost money. So I think it, I don't know. I'd I'd say a mixture of your trading skills and the market. That's right. my personal thoughts. Rob, what about you? What's your thought? Well yeah. I mean
0: my my uh, predictions of traditional stock markets, stocks, whatever, is a bit skewed because I just I see them as boring. Seven percent doesn't even beat or fight inflation. I know what you mean. So stocks are in my mind and it's a, that's a whole nother debate, but in my mind it's a case of um I think that uh I want to be making minimum um twenty, thirty percent in a year. And that's also I'm thinking in terms of Bitcoin not dollars, because Bitcoin is what I want and there's a lot of different ways to do that um whether it's, totally. yeah, whether it's by the yield way, farming uh i mean i've i'm earning five to seven percent interest in celsius which is you know a very sensible safe i've got like a, a portion that i'm earning five or six percent on in a safe way but also the interest that i'm earning is also an appreciating asset so i think that six or seven to eight percent a year by the end of this year is gonna I, 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 was it last year I was earning about, on average, 7 to 8%. And over the course of a year, I doubled my money because the asset I was earning interest in was going up in value. That was Celsius, by the way. Yeah, um, I was
3: going to say, can I jump a new question
0: there, Rob? Are you still bullish on Celsius?
3: It seems like that had mega hype for a while, but it's gone quiet recently. What are your
0: thoughts? Uh, well, I held it for ages, like, uh, when it was, I don't know. I can't remember how much how I bought it a few cents, held it for ages. It didn't really do anything, and then all of a sudden, like it just went to a dollar, then it went to two dollars. Now it's sitting around five. <laughs> four, in, uh, big four... style. For while. I think Celsius moves moves the most when everybody's jumping into tether because you can jump into tether and you can go and earn. Uh, it's now ten percent interest. 10.51 last so, time I checked. So yeah, decent. 10%. I think that, but you've got to hold a certain 20, 30% of your money yeah. in the Celsius token to get that extra bonus. It so so then the price worth... of Celsius goes up because everyone's jumping into Tether to earn the 10%. Yeah, yeah. So I think that I'm I'm never selling my Celsius because I sold half of it at a dollar, and it's now five dollars, and I'm a bit pissed off about that. I've still got like a, a decent chunk left, and there'll be if i think it's about to move i might jump i might put some more funds into it but my think, uh, i'm thinking at the end of this bull run before the end of this bull run might be a good time to jump into celsius before so everybody else jumps into celsius to earn. i've
3: got a couple of points on that one if i can jump in there so um the first one obviously it's a very uh, centralized custodial sort of solution yeah which what is why i don't put all one, my money in it, it yeah yeah fair enough yeah i completely see that what so you think that's advantage advantageous
0: over a decentralized solution i just hedge my bets i mean i've got uh maybe like um like seven eight percent of my my portfolio in there just yeah in, cool. in seven or eight percent interest yeah you can't fault the gains on it can you like and i can borrow from it so if that seven or eight percent of my portfolio goes a bit mental by the end of this bull run
3: yeah
0: well then I could end up with ten times more um, which is what my whole portfolio will move the same way because it's, it's basically all balanced about the same yeah but then I can borrow against that and, and I'm not like moving it's like I'm not sending ten grand over there yeah. I put some money in at the beginning and left it and it's growing so that when yeah. I want to spend some of that I can borrow from them at 0% interest, depending on the amount of That's collateral. I know, I checked, you can borrow s- at 0%. And they'll send euros straight to my bank account. Yeah. Did you see, the, sorry to bring
3: the whole EMC chart, but did you see the conversation that one of the guys on there was basically saying, if I borrow a decent proportion of money off Celsius, can I then throw it into a fry project? You can do, do what you get- want, it's yours. Yeah." And he's doing well with it because, right. like you said, you can borrow it at zero percent, throw it into a DeFi project, earning fifty percent APY. You're also a serious winner if you chuck a lot in. I mean, I get that there's some you see, like his, with hacks and stuff on the DeFi project, risk, and yeah. so much to consider. But it's money for nothing, isn't it?
0: Yeah. You see, the reason I don't want to, I don't really want to. I haven't played with lending yet. And I want if I'm going to I want to do it at the bottom of a bear market so that yeah when, or around that area so that my risk of losing my collateral is is just a lot less yeah, yeah. I can't borrow as much but I'm not going to lose my money yeah and then, and then you can take that money stick it into something yeah tri- triple it and pay you back and take another one add to so it thing. This is literally money for nothing. If you play it right and you are
3: happy with the risks of hacks and you know rug pulls and stuff, you could literally take a zero percent loan, invest ten grand on I don't know, pancake swap for a fifty percent APY on a stable coin. The dollar's gonna hold its value. You're onto a winner.
0: Yep. But obviously Man, why do you think I showed you Pancake Swap?
1: Uh, no, no I, I've never played with Celsius before. um I didn't know you could borrow in zero percent interest. That's... Yeah, but but to dollars. Oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so to borrow zero percent interest on Celsius, I think you need to lock up uh, four times the amount that you're borrowing. So if you want to borrow yeah. a grand, you have got to lock up five grand.
1: A, a it might be it might
0: be one percent actually. I think it's one percent a year. So you put in four grand, you can borrow a grand against it, do what you want with that money. As Soon as you pay back your grand, uh, you're gonna gain access to the four grand you locked in. However, if you do that with a cryptocurrency that is appreciated in value, um, so you wanna borrow dollars against, against your crypto and you don't wanna borrow Bitcoin because if you were to borrow, say, say you lock up four tenths of a bitcoin and you want to borrow one tenth of a bitcoin from it you're going to get that one tenth of a bitcoin but you have to pay back that one tenth of a bitcoin and as bitcoin appreciates in value your loan is costing you more because you borrow say two grand say uh what would it be uh six five grand yeah but by the time you pay it back it's worth 10
3: this is exactly the thought that put me off rob i looked into it and thought
0: so that's why you i thought this is a
3: winning idea but it's
0: got risk that's why i think you can choose i think you can choose to borrow dollars you can borrow uh die or you can have it sent to your bank yeah you can so then you can use this as a leverage position so -hmm. then say you put in one ethereum worth two grand and you borrow 500 against it you take that 500 stick it into ethereum ethereum doubles in price you take out half of that Ethereum and pay back your loan, you've now got $500 worth of Ethereum for free, but you're risking your assets. So I think I that's it.
3: Trade it right.
0: You're onto a massive win. If winner, you're going to right. borrow money, you have to make money with it. Otherwise, it's not yeah. going
3: to work. I think that's it though the zero percent thing is hugely appealing and traded right you
0: could do very very well if you want to play alistair go on uh pancake swap and go to not pancake swap it's uh is it venus venus yeah venus is cool you can lock up some it's crypto so awesome. small amounts and you can borrow you can borrow a portion of your money against it cheap fees you know you could put in like ten dollars and borrow and three just see how it works yeah just to add there,
3: Venus is decentralized as well. So with Celsius, obviously you're completely relying on a third-party custodial customer sort of lender, if you like. But with uh, Venus, it's all sort of decentralized. So again, pros and cons. You just on, on uh, a smart chain, people, if you like? Yeah, yeah. That's see, a BFC project.
0: That's that's how I see crypto. Is like there's all these cool things, and you don't understand how they work. You kind of get it, but you have the best way to learn is to try it and the good thing about binance smart chain with the cheap fees all right you're going to pay 50 cents each transaction or whatever but you're basically paying like a quid or two just to see how something works yeah oh speaking of bsc has
3: pancake swap migrated yet
0: i took out my liquidity yeah
3: and, I pulled it off but
0: I'm moved, wondering if I can throw it back in yet. I moved it over and then I went and did some work and I came back home. And then I'm like, oh, great. So now they've got another issue. Everybody that's moved your liquidity from version one to version two now has to move their liquidity from version two and wait. Yeah, so now I'm just like, I'll wait till everything's all cool. I mean, that's I'm, what I thought. I'll I'm give it losing, the weekend, see how it goes. I'm losing a day or two's worth of of. Yeah. Of,
3: that that's was my thoughts. I'm just going to stick it for a little bit. By the way, guys, my battery is probably going to go flat any time. So if I drop out, that's right. why.
0: Okie dokie. Um, but- so has everybody got an interesting cryptocurrency that they think is either on a moon path or has interesting tech behind it or just for whatever reason, if you... If you're gonna shill one coin that you think is awesome, what is that coin and
3: why?
1: Ooh, that's a tricky question. Whoever wants to go uh, first, just jump in. I'm I'm not gonna say either way. This is more of a point of debate. But um, Doge is not completely collapsing. So what the hell is going on there? I think Doge is. Like...
4: Me and you are gonna fall
1: out. Did you just say that? <laughs> I'm just saying, it's not completely so. Like, <laughs> it's, think... it's, it's doing something. Why is it holding its balance? Like, is it hype? Is it TikTok? I think it is totally TikTok hype. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, yeah. I, oh man, I thought it would like pump for a bit and then die, but I think it's, it's just kids on TikTok. Well, I don't have TikToks. <laughs> what,
0: what, what was it like uh, the beginning of this year? Was about five yeah. cents.
1: Mental isn't that
0: so when you tell a bunch of people hey, there's this coin. It's like five cents What about and even last year it was like one cent? So this is how my my second crypto purchase because my first crypto purchase ever wasn't really anything substantial But my second crypto purchase was I put 20 quid into Dogecoin because a friend of mine told me Hey, there's this coin. I'm gonna buy a hundred thousand of them for twenty dollars and if, it and each, if it goes to a dollar each if it goes to a dollar a coin i've got like a hundred i think it was two hundred thousand doge for like twenty dollars or something i've got like 200 grand i was like that sounds amazing i'll have a go on that what's 20 quid so if if everybody's like of the mindset of yeah i'll bung like 50 quid in 10 quid 20 quid whatever and that's what it is um, it's total
3: hype isn't it the tokenomics totally don't work and the, the whole project was
0: made as a meme it's just a joke it's a
3: joke it's one of these memes oh, that seems to like
0: it's oh, like a zombie oh. meme it doesn't die it will die it doesn't die but it will definitely it's going to take everybody yeah people money are going to get wrecked on that yeah,
1: gonna... got a lot of I'm, I'm not buying doge i'm just saying and i don't recommend anybody listening buys doge now no, don't get doge. me wrong
0: Those is fun, and one day I do want to have a million of them. But I'm not buying a million of them in a bull market. I'm buying a million of them in the bottom of a bear market when they are worth a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a a penny. Yes. Um, Then it's fun. In my opinion, it's overhyped
3: meme coin that's...
1: (laughs) Oh, have we lost him? There he goes. He's still in
0: the chat yeah but it might just be his phone like shut down
1: anyway yeah it's a meme coin <laughs> people have bought houses from this meme coin and I mean okay it, it like it shot up um but usually you see these things kind of pump and dump you know really quickly and it's uh I don't know but it, I remember from like years ago they had like the doge car the nascar thing yeah
2: No, i don't believe in dogecoin i mean it, it might collapse right
1: soon i mean i don't believe in it really i don't it's believe in either phone. i'm just saying it's it's quite weird that it hasn't collapsed yet everything's gonna collapse at some point it is bomb. um entropy in action
0: i don't know um i think it's fun but i definitely wouldn't be buying it now um and, I mean, oh. I, I had some Doge. I sold it around six or seven cents. I put an order in to buy it at the fraction of a penny, and then it started pumping really hard. I wish I'd have held it. I've then put that money into Litecoin, because I believe Litecoin is moving against Bitcoin. So I'm looking for a three to five X on that bad boy. So once, yeah, I'm doing the same trade as well. Once I've three once I've got three times more Bitcoin I than I've I... I just abandoned it. Once I've got three times more Bitcoin than I started with, thanks to Litecoin, then I'm selling back to Bitcoin. I'm not like trying to sell the top or anything. I just want to triple my money. And then until something else comes along, depending on where we are in the season, that's probably just going to sit on Binance waiting to buy Doge at like a ridiculously, stupidly cheap price. And then... I'm gonna just wait and just let that sit there and just forget about it until one day i get a notification saying that i just bought a load of bitcoin uh sorry uh, dogecoin but it's play money it's not like a massive percentage of my my portfolio it's just some
2: you i, 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 um, I want a... to uh, ask you something what do you currently think about v chain that we have invested some kind of some oh respectable amount of money into V Chain, uh, it went very well, but yeah.
1: Marius has um, been talking a about, a lot about that as well, um, and I haven't bought any, but it it's a cool, it's a really cool project. Um, yeah. And you know, we've had like kind of a cup and cup and handle pattern almost. Like if you look at the, the log chart, um, which is it's really bullish. Um, I don't yeah, know. I think it's,
2: not really sure about the future though
0: i've heard of v chain for a long uh since 2017 i think that was when the the coin was launched or when the ico dropped and uh i bought some of it because somebody i watched i watched box well i watched basically every every (laughs) crypto tuber but uh, box mining was going on about it a lot so i bought some um You know not like a big portion. I just kind of I wasn't sure about a lot of coins, so I just kind of Scattered my 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 money around a bunch of them and uh, I still have that V chain. I think Last year it was worth like five dollars and now I think it's worth maybe three hundred Which is crazy to think that You could put five dollars into something and it turns into three hundred dollars. It's nuts and i'm like damn i wish i for three months i uh, don't really know about this let's see next year i wish i could have put like a grand in it but but you know last i I could a grand was a lot to me last year and so uh, you know i'd put like 50 if i was really bullish on a coin i put 50 quid into it that was like my limit and um vechain wasn't one of those coins um so, because I've not really been, it's not been a big part of my portfolio, I've not really been paying a lot of attention to it. I'm familiar with it. I know what it is. I know what it does. Um, but it's funny, like, what I want to know is, is where, how did you find V Chain? What made you invest in it? Because I don't. You are new to the to the crypto space, you're new to, to crypto investing. And I've got a few other friends who are new to crypto investing who also have V chain and all of a sudden everyone is like V chain man, V is doing it's pumping, it's pumping. I've I've tripled my money. Is that not a good reason to buy? Um I've I've I'm I'm in other coins. I'm in my own, I'm in my own stuff, but what I want to know is is why is there a load of new people to crypto in the last six months or three months? all of a sudden telling me, hey, V-Chain's interesting. Where's that information coming from?
2: Okay, well, to be honest, V-Chain is not a very large portion of my portfolio. Right. I've actually invested
0: yeah. in swap and
2: Polkadot as well, in for more solid coin uh, returns. Right. Yeah, I think, well, I actually uh, <clears throat> think Mario has told me, my brother has told me that V-Chain yeah. is going to go up quite a bit, and I've... Uh, Looked into it; it's quite interesting, I suppose. Again, it's not uh, the largest part in my portfolio.
0: So, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be. Um...
2: It doesn't have to be, but it's something.
0: I mean, Maybe. like, I, I've got like a hundred different coins, and you know, a few months ago, I had like eighty-five. I had like 80 different coins and I'm like, I need to get this number of coins down because I'm in too many. And I'm going down my list. I know what every single one of my coins is. I know what it does. I know the project. And I'm like, I'm looking down my list of coins and I'm like, no, can't sell that. No, I'm not selling, not selling, not selling. And I'm like, I can't, I just, there's so many cool things. I can't bring myself and the ones that I'm like, okay, I could probably sell that it just turns out that it's on ethereum and i've got like 45 dollars worth and it's going to cost me 70 dollars in a transaction fee to move it to sell it and i'm like you know um but um i think as soon as you get like a 30x which i've had a few It doesn't take much money to turn into like it just it becomes a big part of your portfolio. And so so you end up with these coins that you've made a lot of money on and you should sell. But then you're like, well, okay, this project that I really believe in has grown in value by a lot. And now it's a big portion of my portfolio. I'm going to put more in. I'm going to buy it 30 times more expensive than I originally did.
2: I think i will just avoid that for now i mean if i make enough money off one uh, coin you know i just might uh consult technical analysis to see if i uh i'm going to make more of it but i suppose not i mean usually it reaches a peak and then you just have to move to another coin i suppose or just well, take not, half necess- of it.
0: not necessarily because if if this market <laughs> if this market's going to the end of this year and you've already made a load of money on on a coin that you believe in or you think is cool um it's always good to take some profits um for me I stick my profits in so
2: I invested in an engine at some point it went up by about 20 or 30% i don't recall right now
0: been holding engine
2: for a bunch of money about this but i'm um, cool i didn't keep
3: engine
2: <laughs> i just moved everything i had i swapped it to ethereum i think right you didn't stay long enough one engine.
0: one thing i've learned and i don't always follow is never sell all of your coin yeah um, like never sell more than half is what somebody i've heard say which makes a lot of sense because as soon as you're like, wow, I've made so much money off this thing, I'm gonna sell, I'm gonna sell half of it. I'm gonna sell all of it. You sell all of it, and then the thing really runs, and you're like, damn it, shit.
2: Yeah, no. Um, I, I found out the hard way. I'm going to
0: <laughs> stick to that rule for now. It's easier said than done because sometimes you're like, sometimes I might not really be that yeah, interested in a coin. Too much
2: money, I just have to take it, and then more money pumps in just after you have taken your profit
0: I think a good way is to if your money doubles or triples in whatever a time frame it doesn't it's a good thing to take out your initial investment and put it you can either take that and put it into uh, say you triple triple your money on a coin you can take a third of it back and put it into another coin that you that you think is interesting you could also take another third and stick it into ethereum or bitcoin and and then and then the other third you just let run and you just see where it goes because if that thing carries on and turns into something it could be the next google could be the next facebook who knows
2: i always thought i might take a third or so to uh, stable coins you know i will always have that available let's take tether for example
0: I just can't buy stable yeah. coins right now. It hurts me. It hurts my soul.
2: It hurts you. Okay. Uh, would you like to explain? Why? Uh,
0: I'm just not there yet. I'm not ready to 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 take money out of. of I crypto. know
2: it's my bear strategy for now. For yeah, you know, I'm just preparing for a bear market, just in case it comes up. And I've always thought it's a good idea to have some stable coins and. At least fifty percent of my portfolio, and then play along with uh, fifty. I think 50%, say... yeah.
0: fifty percent. Oh, fifty. Oh, couldn't do that. Couldn't do that. That would kill me. I wouldn't be able to sleep. I really would not be able to sleep. I would. Is... I. I find it easier to sleep. Fifty we'll percent there for you. Okay, I find. No. I find it. I would rather be holding Bitcoin and losing dollar value, than hold Stables and lose Bitcoin value. Really, yeah, I feel mm-hmm.
1: better. That's me personally. I, that's the way I play it. So, so uh, even if you hold stable coins, you're still losing value just out of inflation value, I know, at, a, value. at a slow rate. Yeah, um, right. it starts to
2: burn down at a low rate or so, and then you lose on BTC value. I suppose if you have stable coins, but I'm I don't know. It seems like a reasonable strategy, you know, just have a stable coin and um, put your other 50% of your portfolio into another coin you think it's cool or is going to increase over time.
0: I guess really, I mean, you're talking about 50%. It, I, I, I'm not asking you to say how much you have invested and I don't want to know. But also, no, also hey. it depends on, on what you're playing with. Um so, for me, fifty percent of my portfolio it's spread amongst so many coins. It's hard for me to take fifty percent of my portfolio because I'd have to sell a bunch of different coins to get that fifty percent into yeah, one oh, it depends on that
2: I mean as a new trader who trades a meager amounts fifty percent is quite obvious that will go to two or three coins mm. not more. Mm. Mm. Um, so um yeah i mean I'd, just that
0: i i had a a nice airdrop yesterday i'm not gonna say how much but like at the time i was i, I woke up to this amazing news that i just got some free money and i was like wow 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 i, I was buzzing all day and i took a third of that airdrop into ethereum and i left two thirds in and Today, I'm kind of thinking, the thought has crossed my mind. Oh, if only I took a third into Ethereum, a third into stable coins, and left a third in. I'd have some money to buy the dip. But, you know, we can always, like, look back in the past and go, shoulda, woulda, coulda, but didn't. Um, but I, I still believe, you know, I, I I, feel it's kind of strange. I, I, I feel better. I just feel better losing dollars than than I'd rather lose dollars overall than Bitcoin. I really would. I just want more more Bitcoin. Bitcoin is money to me and dollars are just dead trees. Yeah. I know what you mean. I recently
2: had my uh, strange thing. My portfolio did decrease in uh, Euro value, but it recovered in BTC value, which is quite strange board i suppose it's a good
0: thing well maybe it's just the what i tell myself for me you know maybe it's like oh you know i just lost a lot of money today but my bitcoin value is only down a couple of percent so that's makes me that's, makes me feel better um maybe it's just what i tell oh, myself I, I don't know yeah, but um but i'm in this game because i want more bitcoin and uh, fiat currency is just something that I buy to buy stuff in the world. I guess essentially,
2: just increase your Bitcoin value or your value in any other currency or coin you're just
0: purchasing. Ethereum's becoming my new Bitcoin, to be honest. Yeah, no. I've always liked
1: Ethereum. it's the coolest thing.
0: It's the coolest thing, and it's just got so much utility. Um, and and when when if if ethereum becomes more usable with cheaper fees man that thing is just
1: gonna it's gonna explode yeah and it's it's gonna set a standard that it's gonna be hard to replicate yeah you can fork the uh, ethereum right now and turn it into bsc or something but um yo
0: hey, oh, what's like... up alex by the way we're live on youtube just so you know so ah.
1: <laughs> just uh <laughs> if
0: there's certain things you don't want to share with the world
1: alex um like the rest of us you have to introduce yourself and tell us whether you're bullish
4: or bearish right now Oof, it's a good question um well my name's uh, alex Giller. been in crypto for about maybe five years big miner um i sold all my <laughs> gpus unfortunately <laughs> about a year ago so i'm like chomping at the bit trying to get back into it but um but yeah so yeah, I think it's mining what I'm mostly mostly into really, um, and bullish or bearish. I hopefully <laughs> you'll have seen me. I'm sure Rob, Rob will know. Yeah. What, what I am is bearish. I'm hoping it drops another sort of 10k or so. I've been selling it for selling out basically at just strategic points since about 38 up until 65. So I'm hoping that we can drop another 10k or so, and then I can just buy back um but yeah i'm hoping where, for that where was but, oh. we i think it was like
0: when the, when bitcoin hit like 40 was it 42 40 something yeah and there was like a bunch of people were like yeah i'm i'm taking some off the table and i'm like i know it's the right thing to do i know it's i think maybe it was 49000 i really can't remember but it was a few months ago and i was like yeah like it feels about right and then like a day or two later it started dumping i was like damn it and i'm not gonna you know once it starts dumping there's no point in trying to sell because you you either get out before it or you just don't bother you might as well just ride ride it because you missed it because as soon as you sell then it's going up but um but yeah but then it, it then it went up to like 60 and then you're like oh i wish i had waited and i still didn't take any off the table um but uh, but that's the you thing. Took, you know not took anything, nothing at all. I've I've bought some toys.
4: <laughs> uh, yeah, I know the drone the drone situation sounds amazing. Th- three, I
0: bought three drones.
1: <laughs> so we we are <laughs> kind of on a you know a logarithmic curve now, aren't we? And yeah, if, that's if even the next high is still above the previous high, but not by much. It's still on that logarithmic curve, and it's it it's just looking like it might be the last high. Um, I really hope we break through. Um, I don't know. I can't actually no I don't I think, uh, I, I'm sticking to my cons. I think we're we're uh, we're too far ahead of ourselves. We need a correction. This I
4: think, is it it. Needs to drop.
1: I think, it needs I think to drop.
0: so. Yeah, I think, yeah, so. we need a breather. Um,
4: do you
2: think we've hit a support line at about 47k
4: USD? 100%. We have definitely, we've definitely bounced yeah, off the support we, line for sure. I think so. We're
1: bouncing off 50k upwards, so um yeah I you know, might not get through it I'm so still,
2: if if Bitcoin peaks at about 55 or 56 K I might be concerned about the bear market because that will uh tell me that we had we already have a lower low and we might have a lower high and that might be an indication even of a bear if it gets to
1: 65 66 K um even if it's higher than the previous high. It still follows that logarithmic curve. It's still a bit higher, but I think. Five or fifty-six. A low or high.
0: Twenty-one moving average, twenty-one EMA, which is just just about to tick up to forty-five thousand dollars. I think that we, since we haven't touched the twenty-one weekly EMA in the last six months, and we've just been way above it, it's about time we came back and kissed it. Maybe even we we might even wick just below it, but I think that is the uh, that's the point. And if we go if we go down, I mean it, it's not a long way from where we are right now. It's five grand, right? But it depends. It depends what's going on in the world around that movement. So if it goes down to say forty three grand for like an hour or two, and it just so happens that there's some really bearish news some you know some new countries talking about banning it or something like that then right. um then I, I don't think it's long until after that when it all just turns around and the price just starts bouncing off really hard we make a new all-time high we get a nice big like strong move and then everyone's like
2: why didn't i buy why did
0: i sell i'm such a new yes. what,
2: what about institutional demand I mean, uh, if Bitcoin hits, let's say about 45 USD or something like that. I mean, if if I had a big company, I would uh, wait uh, on Bitcoin to hit somewhere between 43 and 44 K USD to buy. I mean, that would be something like the new support line. Also,
4: I, mean, I think so. I think 42 has been the target for me for yeah, yeah. I mean, six weeks.
2: We'll uh, yeah, I mean they say we have institutional investments, which will keep Bitcoin from falling above, uh, below twenty-two k, or something like that.
0: Twenty-two. Oh man, I heard some. Uh, <laughs> that would be quite nice. I heard I don't like that. Well, it wouldn't, man. I don't want to go down there. I heard. Uh, I heard. I, Still, yeah. I heard someone on on news the other day. You know, like I think it's like there's a Bitcoin channel, and he just like cuts out little bits, whatever has been said about Bitcoin on TV. And there's like the big investors, institutional investors, and they were like, "Yeah, we, it's time for a pullback. It's it's been running too too long." And uh, yeah, I think we're we're gonna be buying around twenty, thirty thousand dollars. And I'm like, "You're not gonna get that chance. I don't think. I don't think that's never know."
4: know. <laughs> if it does I go mean, it's, go. Like, it's not gonna go i mean if, if it goes high, if it, when it comes down obviously the next major line of resistance of the previous one is a 20 and two, so i mean i can't see it going any lower than that i just really like the,
0: i just really like the idea of these big investors like going yeah yeah yeah, yeah we'll buy it at 20 and it just never goes anywhere near and then they <laughs> and then they fomo in at like a hundred and then it dips back oh, down yeah, to and 60, it's and it's 60
2: and it's and like you. fuck you <laughs>
4: 42 not 22 it's just a mistake on the, the part of me no it's fine i mean i can see it going into the 30s i hope it does you know and so I mean, we, we're having massive swings we've moved like at 90 18 19k in the last two days you've know, dropped down from 65 to what was it 48 47 yeah. and a half so i mean and when and things want to
1: move it moves yeah, so. yeah we do have a bit of a line of uh support there at definitely
0: 30s. it don't hits don't. it perfectly well, twenty-one EMA is at forty-five grand, give or take. Fifty-five EMA is down at 30, 30 grand.
1: We passed. We've dropped below the hundred-day EMA. Yeah. Right. right. So I, I'm, I'm talking about on the weekly. I'm talking about daily, um, which I presume a lot of people are looking at. If we're going to dip below the one hundred-day EMA, then I I wouldn't be too surprised if it hits the two hundred-day. And that's you know high thirties. Um, yeah, that's, you know, it's, we've got some we've got some uh, support there, I suppose. Uh, it's just right. off. Do you like rabbits? I have a rabbit just here. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, an interesting conversation. <laughs> so cute. That guys, Baloo. What's his name? Just
0: uh, like to be picked up. What's his so name? I'm for now. What's his name? Uh, Baloo. Baloo. Yeah. Baloo. I thought yeah. you said stew. No, he's <laughs> not stew. Come on, that's an joke. I bet, bet,
4: I bet he, <laughs> he, he shags like yeah. a rabbit. He
2: just doesn't like to be picked up,
4: <laughs> so I just let him go. Yeah, oh, he's cutey.
2: Yeah, he's just the best pet, the best pet you can get.
4: Yeah, definitely. Doesn't make know. any
2: noise. <laughs> uh, Does he,
4: he, he gnaw on company. cables though? Does he gnaw on cables? Does he no. eat, eat the cables? <laughs> oh. Well, that's (laughs) I've got a friend, and the the rabbit loves
1: cables. Oh, you
2: know, not to eat cables, not to get to, you know, distant corners. He knows all this.
4: (laughs) I was on a call the other day, and one of my friends got a rabbit, loves this rabbit, and he has to be really careful of cables. And when he was on the call, he had his headphones on, talking on Zoom, and he gnawed through the cable (laughs) and cut it off. He went dead. I I know. (laughs) He had it on his lap. He's like, hey, look, check the the rabbit. And we're talking to him. And the next minute, Mike goes off.
2: He's like, crap. At some point, drivers have to be neutered because they, uh, you know, hormones things. Yeah. It's a quality of life choice. Right, so (laughs) this has been a quite uh, pleasant break. Uh, We were talking about (laughs) (laughs) support lines (laughs) or (laughs) so.
0: Yeah, I I think I think we're going to have a little kiss. I think well, I don't know. I, I I also feel like we could have a whole load more hurt. Like we could yeah, have some proper hurt. despair. Um some proper worrying times where like my portfolio is going to drop like 50 per- no it's not 50%. But I am old enough <laughs> mostly old so it could. But, um, I love it though. I love it. Just I love it when it drops. As long as it comes back in like <laughs> yeah, a day or yeah. so. But when you got to wait a few weeks and it's just like. Ugh.
4: I tell you what though, yesterday I was going on about this a lot. You know, the Ethereum and Bitcoin pair. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's really positive. Even though, you know, Bitcoin's been crashing a lot and been a lot of mm-hmm. momentum, Ethereum's kept going, kept having all time highs. And when it went over there, i think zero point zero forty, which we've been waiting for ages but you know the pair keeps hitting that 40 all the time and for it went up to nearly 50 today yeah you know for the last two years we've been like at 0.20 so it means any ethereum you bought in the last couple of years is worth twice as much against bitcoin so you know it depends mm. on what you want to hold if you want to hold bitcoin either, or Ethereum, it's you know, my it's biggest
0: cool. it's my biggest holding and um yeah we were talking about it earlier and alistair was saying how on it for bitcoin yeah, definitely. Um But I think that it also has the potential to shoot off.
4: Yeah, definitely. And I don't want well, to buy
0: yeah. Bitcoin and watch Ethereum I mean I mean obviously I wouldn't sell like all my Ethereum, but um
4: <laughs> It just keeps hitting all the time highs, huh? just really quiet, like just under the radar. You look back at the map and you're like, no, oh,
0: we just did another. I just see Ethereum worth a tenth of a bitcoin, easy. And I'm waiting for that.
2: Really? Oh, I think we just have the London upgrade on Ethereum. I don't know. That's going to play a part in this.
4: Yeah. Yeah, it messed it up. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's the thing What's holding it back, but it just doesn't seem to slow it down. Even though the fees were a nightmare, it's really slow. It just doesn't, you'd have thought that it would have really slowed down momentum of the price and it just keeps going and going and going. So it was, it was cheap about 10 days ago.
0: Um, I woke up for one day before it started moving. It must have been down the bottom of the range, probably the end of March ish, 30th of March ish, I think. Uh, it was cheap. I woke up one day. I was watching Omar Bam, you know, Crypto's News. I don't know if you watch that. He's just an Ethereum head and has been. He just talks Ethereum stuff for like the last five years or something. And, uh,. he usually broadcasts at like four o'clock in the morning my time so when i wake up at like six seven eight o'clock in the morning he's usually the first to go on he'd be like yeah ethereum fees are really down today so if you need to move anything around i went on and i made a trade on uniswap because there was this coin i wanted to buy and i think it cost me 25 dollars in transaction fees no that's cheap i was like yes that is insane (laughs) well it's usually about 100 i can't get my head around that it's usually about 100. But the thing is, if you want to buy something, and it's Hundreds. only, if, yeah, I've done a few of those. If you want to buy something on Uniswap, right, the reason yeah. you want to buy it on there is because you can't get it anywhere else. So yeah. if you want that, it, I mean, like, essentially, I'm trying to buy coins before they get listed on major exchanges, before they get listed yeah. on Coinbase. So um, so if I want to buy something, it's, it's, you know, if I'm going to spend $100, I think I spent $250 on three transactions one day. And I was okay about it like if you're buying enough it, yeah. it, it uh, I, That's can, mad. I can I can I can be okay in my head spending 10% on transaction fees so if I want to buy like a thousand dollars worth of something and pay a hundred dollars in fees I'm kind of okay with that because I have to be because I want the coin but then that coin goes and triples in a week yeah. so then you know you can still sell and pay another hundred dollars, and it's covered your fees. Uh, it's crazy because
4: that used to be one of the selling points of Ethereum that I loved about it. Obviously, there's so much more to it, but also the fees weren't bad. You know, it used, used to be a few a pence. Bad. They they weren't bad. I mean, I, for years I have moved Ethereum around all the time. It wasn't even a thing. Have you used, think
0: about it? Have you used that website that shows you how much you've spent in gas fees?
4: Oh no, I don't uh, think so. What? What you can just put your address, your yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, if you go to call through crypto.com, scroll down to the bottom, there's a page I've made called White Rabbit. You click on there, and I've just put like a load of useful links, charts, and all stuff. So, there's a section called MetaMask Stuffs, and the website is called um, fees.wtf. WTF fees WTF you go there <laughs> I think you log in with your metamask or you just paste your address in and it will show you how much that that wallet address has spent in fees for the exist in existence of the wallet in today's price that's, that's cool it. so the last time I looked on one of my main wallets I think I've spent like 10 grand at, at current price it's probably more now in in So if I'd have not done anything and saved on all the fees, because like a few years ago it was a few pennies to to make a transaction. You could play games on Ethereum. You could I had some dragons and I was mining my dragons, and it was just like I thought nothing of, you know. It it was pretty much just last summer
4: when it all kicked off, you know, with UniSwap and DeFi and all that. Um, It was all that, you know what before that before last summer it wasn't that bad well uniswap was the killer because was, yeah it was, uniswap. it was
0: it was the only place to get coins before they go on major exchanges and and obviously there's value in that if you can buy coins before they're really well known and you're buying real projects it's easy for so if you want to um if you want to list on binance i think it costs you a million to get listed per pair plus you also have to give liquidity for them to use so you're looking at about a million three, a million five to get li- for one pair on Binance, but you can list your coin. I think it costs about three to five hundred dollars to for the transaction fee for the smart contract to start a liquidity pool on Uniswap, and then you get your community who have got your coins to go list their coins with with a pair. So they have to put in, say. 500 quid of your coin and 500 quid's worth of Ethereum and you give them 10% of your treasure chest of coins that you've pre-mined as a reward for adding their liquidity Costs you nothing and that's why that's why it blew up that's why it became what it was and then you got all these coins that anyone can list and You buy those before they get listed on Coinbase or go big and you make crazy gains and that's where we are today and now it's just ridiculous so I mean you hear about YouTubers and they're all just like, Yeah, so I'll buy like ten grand of this, you know, and I'll put ten grand into this coin. They talk about ten grand, like I think of a hundred quid. Um and I guess if you put in if you buy in ten grand's worth of a coin on Uniswap and you're paying a hundred dollars in fees, it's what, one percent? So that that works out alright. I'm not there yet. So Anyway, I'm going to wrap up the stream. It's been an hour and six minutes. Uh, we're going to hang out a little bit longer if you want to chill for a bit, Alex, just so you know. Yeah, was, yeah. Your fine. First time on the stream and everything. Thank you very much for watching.